guys. Welcome to an episode of 90s Horror. I'm here with uh, my co-host, uh, Jonathan Moody. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Madeline Deering? You didn't see your name. People have been doing that. My co-host oh, have been forgetting. Oh, I forget just... what my name is. Why yeah, you're like, I, I want to remember what that person's name is. You guys forget. don't know. I'm yeah. Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Madeline Deering. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's a great day today. Yes, it is. Beautiful weather out. Not here. It was, it's freezing here, which is what? weird. Oh, man. So yeah, I, in Virginia. I don't know why it got fro- freezing. I don't know how it is where you're at, but here is like, ugh. Yeah. Well, the mornings have been cold, but the rest is good. So well, That's good. Yeah. But anyway, we're here to talk about uh, the granny from... God, I already forgot the year. Was this 94 or 95? 95, <laughs> I think is what I read. 95. Yeah, the granny from 95, which is a criminally underrated movie in my opinion which i don't think has any physical release other than a vhs i don't think it ever made it to dvd or anything never even made it to dvd weird i don't think so uh i remember renting it when i was teenager and watching it with my friend and uh, i think i watched it at my grandma's house where they were playing pinochle or whatever so So you watched it at your granny's yeah, yeah, my grannies. <laughs> you watch the granny thing. at your grannies. That's it's <laughs> cute. But uh, yeah, this movie always said like stuck with me and all that, and I was hoping to uh, you know. Wait, so did you watch it on VHS? Is that how you found it? Yeah, or? yeah I watched it on VHS rented it back in the day. Nice. The old so good old VHS man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> It's probably got foreign DVDs or maybe limited, like, a, you know, a short time, but I don't think it was. It's not an easy movie to find. I mean, of course, it's on YouTube. Well, it's on YouTube. That's the easiest way to find it. But well, you, um, I'm at otherwise physical copies are not. And hopefully Vinegar Syndrome or Terror. Vision. That's what I was thinking. You read my mind. Vinegar Syndrome or Arrow or one of those companies would be perfect for it. Scream Factory. This could be a good Scream Factory release. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Actually, no. Not Screen Factory tend to try to do all the the bigger name. Yeah. I was you know, say, ones. they're more mainstream. Vinegar yeah, they're like the craft or misery like or, you know. Yeah. That kind of Child. thing. What? Child's Play series, all that stuff. Yeah. So Halloween, you know, things like that. But but then you know, this is more like yeah, this would be more Vinegar Syndrome because they're more they like the more goofy, silly underrated movies you know that not many people i had when you told me about it i mean i was like i've heard of like titles like grandmother's house or something at grandma's oh yeah Yeah. or whatever and then uh i know my buddy uh jacob ennis did a movie about a granny granny like killer movie you know but i I had never heard of this one so i was like really all right, yeah, I was I was excited. Like, if I can watch it, I'm 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 down to check out more stuff from the '90s because, like, stuff like this, I feel like, you know, slips through the cracks as opposed to like, you know, bigger name movies. Even like fucking um, okay. Vampire in Brooklyn gets more attention than I remember seeing that on Sci-Fi Channel back in the day. <laughs> Vampire in Brooklyn, never. Yeah. Never actually watched it, but I—I it's gonna have to be on the list for '90s horror because it's the movie that pretty much almost killed the you know horror genre 
at some point, you know, yeah. because and it was Wes Craven. So and yeah. then he brought it back with Scream. Yeah. What? That Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah it was Eddie Murphy and on a Wes Craven film. Like that's just yeah, it's weird. I don't know what they I don't were thinking much about it, but I know I watched it. And I wasn't a huge fan. I'd love to revisit it, so we'll definitely have to do that. Sometime. Vampires in the Hood. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty much what those you know that probably was you know that that's the joke you know yeah pretty much. um but yeah so I really appreciated you you know showing me this one oh yeah well I wanted to find something maybe a little more something I grew up with from the nineties or something that I you know remember watching well uh, back in yeah, I mean, you love the dentist. You love Doctor Giggles, so we know you have a thing for that stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, I wanted to pick the surgeon. I was like, I got to save that for next season. We can do all the '90s Killer Doctor movies now. <laughs> well, I mean, we got to do them once a once a year, right? Because the first season was Doctor Giggles. The second season was yeah. the dentist. Next year is the surgeon. Exactly. Next year after that will be whatever other you know there. '90s hospital yeah. movie. Yeah. No. Th- was there a therapist? So that that there, there should be a ther- a killer therapist. You know that I can remember, but I'm sure there must be <laughs> the shrink. <laughs> I mean, that sounds scary, doesn't it? It does actually. Yes. You know. Um. But yeah, Granny, the Granny. Um. I don't know. Like, I never thought a Granny would scare me, at all. To me, it became sort of like Nightmare on Elm Street, like when Freddy started making all those stupid remarks and shit. Like it felt, oh, yeah, and it, it felt like Nightmare on Elm Street four and five kind of thing, you know, where there she's just running around grabbing people, you know, got your nose. <laughs> that part when like the uh, fur coat and whatnot is yeah. something like, that would happen then, like a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, right? Because <laughs> it, it, it seems so supernatural, you yeah. know, and I was like, I don't know. After a little bit, I was almost like, yeah, I, mm, this movie's kind of taking me out of things because it's becoming too supernatural, weird, you know, like it's not as. But then I kind of went with it, you know. Yeah, it goes off the rails, but I think it's fun. So yeah, so the beginning of the movie. Tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, well, it's about, uh, you know, obviously this grandmother. She's got a lot of money. Uh, so her family's coming over for Thanksgiving. And by the way, I usually watch this for Thanksgiving. I think I missed the last one. But this is a Thanksgiving movie. So put it on your list. Thanksgiving list. Because there's not that many. No. This and Thanksgiving and uh, oh, bl- uh, Blood Rage. Blood Feast. There's a Blood Feast movie. Not Blood Feast. No, no, that's not. Blood Rage. No, there's another Blood movie. Um, oh, Blood Freak. Blood Freak with the, the Blood uh, Freak remake. The killer uh, turkey. That turkey. Uh, yeah, that one too. But uh, anyway, so her family comes over, and uh, they're all you know rich pricks. Rich were prick. they really rich, or were they just pricks? I think they were just pricks tr- wanting to be rich. Cause wanting to be rich. She was rich. I think yeah. they want, just wanted her money. They wanted her money, so they actually poisoned her soup. Um, 
to, to try to kill her, but this, uh, you know, mysterious guy comes and he offers her like eternal life, but you have to follow some rules. Uh, and he's got this what, elixir, I think is what you would call it. And it was like a cleansing rules or something like it yeah, was a ritual like that a you were ritual before you drink it. And also, it cannot touch light or things will be disastrous. Like basically, you're just setting anyone up for failure. Yeah, uh, it seems like how many people would take this and do things the right way? It's like an army of darkness trying to say those words in the book. Or it's like gremlins, you know? Don't yeah, exactly. don't feed the don't feed him after midnight. Well, what if he gets hungry and goes out and grabs food on his own? You know, how am I supposed to stop him from, you know, what about time zones? That's the same part too. Right. Yeah. There's a time zone (laughs) thing. How about, uh, what about, uh, you know, water, you know, like how, how, so he's supposed to be stinky the rest of his life. You know, I mean, so gremlins, you know, has those rules. I mean, so I that's what I got when I watched this. I was like, oh, these are gremlins things. It's going to end up, she's not going to do yeah. any of the stuff. Exactly. That's in my, my head. She was not going to do it. Yep. And pretty much she did not. Uh, but we forgot to say how she got saved by the soup, the poison soup. How she got saved by the poison soup? So the little girl is watching. Everybody's watching. Oh, yeah. The little girl yeah. says, you yeah. know, why are you guys watching her? Like, you, you know, like her soup is poisoned. And she's like, it gets really upset because she knows, oh, God, they've really, you know. Mm. Exactly. And, uh, that, she, and that little girl was a great character. I know. She was a fantastic character. I I was very happy with her, you know. Yeah. Um, Up until the end. The end end reminded me of the movie Arcade. You know? Yeah. You've seen that movie where yeah. like the little boy, the, the little boy all of a sudden has that demon voice from the game. It's like, I'm ready for you. Bitch. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of movies that do little twists like that. Uh, we did one earlier this year, uh, Brain Scan. Which, oh, yeah. Not, you know, I have that on VHS. What? I have Brain Scan on VHS. Yeah, Brain. See, do you have just a VHS collection still? Oh yeah, I have a lot of VHS. Why? Do you just like watching them on VHS? Yeah, I like to fall asleep with them. I have a tube TV VCR combo in my room, and I just <laughs> pop into VHS and fall asleep. Like one of the only ones in the world that still has it, you know, or oh, whatever. I actually just got it recently. Oh, really? So you oh, went yeah, out to I like a thrift store and bought one. No, my friend had one. I actually needed it for some pickups for Best of Shark Attack. So he gave me one. And I had been wanting one anyway. So it was a win-win. So they killed two birds with one stone, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll pop in a VHS and fall into it. So. Well, I mean, if you still have a bunch of your VHSs, you might as well have a VCR. Yeah. And I mean, I don't have brain scan on DVD or Blu-ray, so my VHS is fine for now. I wonder if it is on Blu-ray. I think it is, isn't it? I don't I mean, know. I, either way, I love Eddie Furlong. You know, um, still to this day, I don't care. Like people can say whatever they want about him, you know. But I just, I still enjoy his work. You know. Oh, me too. 
He's in that new movie, what, Forest Hills or whatever coming out? I actually got to see a screening of it. Oh. Um, yeah, the director is a friend of mine, and uh, he wanted my it was the, during the rough cut phase and he just wanted somebody to give him some technical feedback and awesome. stuff. And so I did, you know, I, I, I mean, and a lot of what I told him was I liked it. I liked the movie. I'm going to ask, but I didn't know if you could say so. I mean, I can say only because there's already reviews out there for it because they did have yeah. actual real screenings and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, thought it was good. And, uh, it's great to see Shelly uh, Duvall back, you know, yeah. and stuff. So she was, she was, it was not her typical character. Let's just say that. So I, I love that. Like, I love that they, they let her, you know, go out and do that. So, uh, but it was really nice to see Eddie back and, and doing stuff and, yeah, and um, kind of hear these things, but I mean, he's out there doing conventions and, you know, all this wonderful stuff. So, I love seeing him. And uh but anyway, to go back to the granny, but she's not in. Yeah. Well, let's talk about how well and again the elixir isn't supposed to hit sunlight. So that damn cat. I mean, it's basically the cat's fault, I think. Nah, uh, I mean sort of. Yeah, not- but you know, poor kitty got fucking mutilated. I know. The poor cat. Which but I <sighs> I, I, you know, usually I'm very sad when things like that happen, you know, but it was so fake looking that yeah. I could not, I, I, I could not be sad for that cat because I was like, that's not a real cat. Oh, but, it's like, it's got those fun 90s, like, effects, like, yeah, uh, the transitions or whatever yeah, from like something screaming Mad George would do. I don't know who did the effects for this, actually, but that it kind of reminded me of something you'd see in. I bet I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Um, yeah. It seems like a movie he would have jumped on. Um, let's see. Let's find out who did the effects. I think the effects are really fun. Um, well, it says the makeup are uh, the special makeup artists were Bill Terezakis. Um. Unfortunately, he died in 2021 at the age of 55, so that's sad. But he did a lot of stuff like Dawn of the Dead, Freddy vs. Oh, Jason, wow. House... Not not Dawn, Dawn, not Dawn of the Dead, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Sorry. Completely oh, different Dawn. Um, yeah, Freddy vs. Jason, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. He's been around a while. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Um, and then uh, he also... It was also done by Toby Lindala. Who has done a lot of a lot of different stuff, uh, but he apparently stopped working in oh, he's still doing stuff. He did stuff for that movie, uh, the Jennifer Lopez movie, The Mother. Oh, it's fun for that. just talking about that movie. He did uh, The Devil in Ohio, he did the prosthetics and that. There you go. Yeah, I just was talking about that with uh, yeah. Maddie earlier. Uh, he did antlers. He did a bunch of stuff. Um, and for visual effects, it was Bruce K. Long who did uh, Bag Boy, Crimson Force. Uh, he's producer of those two movies. Never heard of them. 
and he did the visual effects for Granny. So that's all. And yeah, I guess that was all um that that those people had done. So but the visual effects were pretty cool and the the and the special effects, you know, the pro um yeah. which you're I'm always glad to see that over like CGI or or whatever. Okay. You know, um you know, you want everything to be real, you know, not prosthetic and whatnot, not um uh mechanical, you know, or whatever. CGI. Yeah. You know, nowadays it would be CGI most likely, all those most oh, most uh, that shit. For sure. Um but yeah, so the granny doesn't do any of the stuff that she's supposed to do. And no. then the cat touched it and made it turn, you know, get touched by light or whatever. And uh she like hit it in a drawer or something or like Yeah. And she drank it. Yep. Anyway, then, it killed her. What happens next? Killed her. But then she came back. Yeah, it's a uh, demonic granny. Demon demonic granny. That could have been a great title, demonic granny. <laughs> um, but, I think that's uh, the best way to say it. What? I think that's the best way to say demonic granny. Demonic granny. Perfect. Yeah. Um. So, meanwhile, when she's in the morgue, you know, and everything, the uh, the whole family is uh, up there trying to get the will. Um, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but I found this out recently, and this bummed me out. Uh, so it might bum you out. But, you know, when they do the will readings, that's not real. No will reading is, is real. It's all it's TV. And it bummed me out because I've seen it so much. Yeah. And I've believed it to be real. You know? So I was like, Actually, oh, I wonder how it. people are going to be at my will reading. And I'm like, now I found out that there's like no will reading. It's like they come to you and they tell you what you got, but there's yeah. nobody sit there and opens up a piece of paper and says, oh, this is it. Right. Yeah. Like, all of that. But the guy did that and said that the. Uh, what is it? The granny left everybody except the girl who's been taking care of her and actually treating her well. Uh, all the money, you know, so fifteen million dollars each, I think, is what they got, and she got one dollar, which yeah, obviously they even talk about it later. They they changed the will last minute. You know, or whatever. Exactly. That's why the guy's like, "Do you want to, uh, to you know, to to test it or whatever? Go against it." And mm -hmm. uh, she's like, "No, I'll let them have it," which showed she was a nice, sweet person who exactly yeah. like she wasn't there for the money. She wasn't taking care of Granny to get her money. She was taking care of her because she felt bad for her, you know. Exactly. Um, and the Granny was played by Stella Stevens. Holy shit. You know I, I mean? know. I was just kind of looking up. Actually, I don't even remember what she was in, but she was in a lot of stuff. Oh, was she kinda... was. Um, I'm gonna have to look it up real quick because I know I I've heard her name before. Sadly, she passed away this year, so rest in peace, Stella. We're sorry you're gone. But she was in like the Poseidon Adventure, the original Poseidon Adventure. She was in the original Nutty Professor with Jerry Jerry Lewis. Oh. 
Um, yeah, she was named Stella Purdy in that. Um, so I wonder if they were already like had her in mind when they they made it, or they were like, let's get a Stella Stevens part. Yeah, character actor. Um, she was in. Let's see, her last credit. This is sad. Her last credit was being in Megaconda. Mega which is, I guess, a giant anaconda. Yeah, I haven't seen that one somehow. Christopher Ray directed it, so Fredel and Ray's son. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I didn't even know Fredel and Ray. Was... What? I didn't know he had a son who was directing anyway. Oh, yeah. Chris, I've, I've, I've interviewed Chris. Chris does all the... Uh, he used to work for the Asylum. Um, did a lot of the... Uh, like some of the three-headed just... shark attacks and stuff like I that. I didn't realize that was his son. Yeah, Chris Olin Ray. Look that. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. A... I feel embarrassed. Hmm. <laughs> well, now you know. So exactly. Now you don't have an excuse when you see his name. Be like, yeah, yeah. I know who that guy is. He's well. He's he's a great guy. I've um. I guess I've interviewed him and. Um, yeah, he directed that movie, so um, but even some of his older work he doesn't like to talk about because it's the beginning of his career is when he was first starting, it would take anything pretty much, you know. Um, but yeah, that was Stella Stevens' last last work, you know. Um, and I guess she didn't uh didn't direct for the next 13 years or act for the next 13 years. Um, what else? Um so yeah, Stella Stevens was wonderful. Um, the girl who played Kelly, um, the main girl, um, she was in Me, Myself, and Irene. And oh. uh, you ever seen that movie with uh, Jim Carrey? Many, many years. But... Well, one of the most famous scenes in the movie is Jim Carrey uh, turns into Hank. And one of the things he does is he, everybody was gawking over this beautiful woman with a, a baby. And he like basically sucks on her tits, like, you know, like a baby, you know, and then makes like mama. And then like, he continues doing it. And uh, it was, that was her. I didn't realize that. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny, I didn't either. I mean, I, but I didn't know who she was, you know, really. Yeah. No offense, but I just didn't, <laughs> wasn't aware. And so um, her real name, Shannon Worry. Shannon Worry. So she was in that. Um, Luca Bercovici, he was the director, um, but he also acted. He was the. He was the knight in shining armor guy. Guy came yeah, in there to yeah. like save the day and everything. And I was like, oh, so you give him the give himself the best role for a guy, you know, exactly. or whatever. He was good in that role, honestly. I think yeah. so. It's pretty good. Um Uncle David, one of my f- weirdest, the weirdest part in the movie, in my opinion, because like she was the girl was like, okay, Uncle David, and then was wanting to <laughs> fuck him. Like was she related? I, I didn't get any of that. But that's yeah. The whole dynamic is strange. But was she related to him? Was that really her uncle? I 
I don't know. Okay. Well, there you go. So that was uh cut about her uncle on I guess. I don't know. Brant von Hoffman is, is the actor's name, uh, who played David. And he was Sergeant Blanks in Police Academy. Really? Another so one. there was uh and uh, he was one of my favorite, like I didn't recognize him. He doesn't look anything like he did when yeah. he was, you know, in the early eighties when he did the movie. Um but he played uh in, in Police Academy, there's Blanks and uh Blanks and Copeland, right? And uh Blanks was the 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 smarter guy, you know. They were both dumb, but he was smarter than yeah. the other one. And then Copeland was the really dumb guy, like just completely idiot and stuff. And they were the ones who were trying to suck up to the to the captain or whatever and, and whatnot to you know. Um and I loved him. He was in I think at least three of the uh, police academies. Did he come back for another one? Came back, so he was in part one, two, and three. And then I think, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he just left the business because, or left the, not the business, but left the police academy movies because like they were done writing his character or, you know, if he didn't want to come back or whatnot. I don't, I didn't do enough research on that shit. I have no idea. I'd love to interview him and find out. I'm gonna interview him about this too. Um, yeah, I could. Um, he was also in a few other things. Like he was, he's been in an episode of Arrested Development back in 2004. That was his last credit. Um, he was in Dudley Do Right. Do you remember? There's a Dudley Do Right movie with Brendan Fraser as Dudley Do Right. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that vaguely. Yeah, you're like, wait, I'm trying to. Trying to picture it. Yeah. It was crazy. Um and then he was on a bunch of TV. Uh he was in the movie uh Guarding Hess or Guarding Tess. Never seen that. That's with like I think Nicolas Cage, yeah, Nicolas Cage and Shirley McLean. Um anyway, stuff like that. So the guy's been doing pretty well up to two thousand and four, then he stopped. Maybe he just was done. You know, yeah, I think there's a certain point where people are just like, huh? Well, I mean, okay. So when I, it comes to when it comes to actors, uh, a lot of time what will happen is an actor will work for a while, and then when work's not happening, work's not, you know, they're not getting the roles that they've been booking. Where they just yeah, they're older, you know, because he was older than that. And that was 95, so 2005, he's going to be older than that. He's going to be, yeah. like, going around going, you know, maybe maybe I'm just not getting those roles that, you know, that I would once get. So he um, probably found another job or maybe he already had one that he was doing, and he just went to full-time. Uh, a lot of what happens. Um, it doesn't say he died, so I'm, I'm pretty sure it was yeah. that. Um Sandy Helberg was the uh, was Albert, the kind of jerky. I guess he was the father, you know, slash grandson or whatever, granny. Yeah, yeah. Or wait, son of granny, son of granny, and uh, man, what guy? Hmm. Yeah, the douche guy. He's like crying, and then yeah, guys like 
you know, you, aren't you laying it on pretty thick? And he was like, um, you know, it was like, these are tears of joy. Yeah, what a jerk. Um, he was in Spaceballs. Oh, wow. He was Dr. Schlotkin. Don't remember that necessarily. I remember, I remember that name. Don't remember what he like what he did. I remember exactly either. Yeah, you know, he was the director of Mortal Kombat. Really? Now that's interesting. Yeah. Wait. He played a director. Oh, <laughs> must have played the director. In Mortal Kombat, when uh, Luke Cage is on the the movie scene, oh, okay, that's what I'm gonna guess because it okay. says he plays director. But w- I was like, wait, he didn't direct Mortal Kombat. Paul W. S. Anderson directed yeah, that. I was gonna say, wait a minute. Yeah, but no, he uh, he did not do that. But that's funny. Uh, he played a director, so I don't know if he's ever directed anything. Uh, he has 62 acting credits, so I think he's the one Quite with the most bit. stuff. Mm, he was a writer for a bunch of sitcoms. Um, he, like the Golden Girls, he wrote an episode of that. He wrote an episode of Dear John, Perfect Strangers, and Harry and the Hendersons. So he was like in the 80s, 90s, um, was it 90s? The Hearing the Hendersons, yeah, ninety three, but in ninety for uh, Perfect Strangers. I I love that show. I still do. I still watch it. What? Forever. Everybody always pronounces Balky's name wrong. You know, it was I forgot how they Belky or something. I heard Mark Summers do that, and uh, um, I think I've always said Belky. Belky. I don't even know. It's Balky. That's Balky. always how I know it. Balky. Bal Balky. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't really matter that much. He was in History of the World Part One, the Mel Brooks. So he's worked oh, with Mel Brooks a few times. Yeah, I love Mel Brooks. Yeah. I wonder if he's in like Robin Hood Men in Tights or something like that. Um No, he's he so he played a director in Mortal Kombat, so I'm guessing like I said, I, I guess it was the the scene where he's doing the where yeah. uh Johnny Cage is doing the movie and uh they have I'm sure he was like cut and getting mad at Johnny Cage for whatever reason. Um I haven't seen that in forever. I remember going to the theater because like I remember walking to my theater because my theater was like in you know not not far away so i could just go through the woods and we went to we walked to the theater on a a sunday or something and went and saw the movie me and my friends so like and that was one of my fun times of like that and street fighter like when those two came out like almost close to each other i was like ah heaven you know what street fighter i saw that for the first time i Maybe last year or something. What? How is it your first time? I know. Yeah. Movie so cheesy. So fun. So has the one of the best lines in the movie is, uh, well, other than Jean Claude Van Damme's like, "Do you want to go with, you know, do you want to go with them or do you want to go with me?" That bit. Uh, But I really love Raul 
Raul Julia's and Bison. It's like the day that Bison graced your land was the greatest day of your life. For me, it was a Tuesday. I was like, how many people ever like thought that about themselves? Like the day such and such an indie film director, you know, graced your your land. It was the greatest day of your life when you watched their movie. But to me, it was a Tuesday. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, so that guy's been in a lot of stuff. Um uh, so the girl, the little girl, Andrea. Ooh, wait, is that right? No, her name was Amy. Amy, the little girl, Amy. Yeah, that's that's all she's was... been in. That's all she's been in. So uh, that kind of sucks. Um, Andrea was the uh the mother, the one with all mm-hmm. like liked all the fur. Um, <laughs> yeah. Until it attacked her, but still. And speaking of which, she was in a Nightmare on Elm Street four. So what she? Not... She was Racine Gibson. I'm guessing she was like a mother to one of the one of the kids. I'm gonna guess. This is Racine Gibson. Let me see if there was anything. I don't know. I can't see anything specific. To her, but yeah, she was she was in the movie. So that's, that's funny. Wow. So she's this is normal to her being attacked by yeah, exactly. by uh, fur. You know, it's it's just a normal Tuesday. It's just it was for you. It was Tuesday. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, she was a Mash, uh, but not as like a. a I think she had a, a a episode of Mash. Yeah, yeah. I think she was a. Big star mash. Um, maybe I'm gonna look that up and make sure because she's a big, yeah, she's only in one episode. She was, um, uh, her, her, yeah, her, uh, name is Pat Sturges, her real name. And so she was in, she was also in a movie called Turn Back the Clock, which is small and uh, small movie I've never heard of, and a bunch of TV. So, um, then Antoinette, which I think is the chick with the big boobs that um, just like admire herself in the mirror all the time. Yeah. I'm like, I, I understand if you have big boobs, like, you know, you want to show them off to people, but do do women really just like look at themselves in the mirrors? Some do. Mm. <laughs> it's just weird to me, but uh, her name is Elizabeth Parkhurst. And um, she was in Beverly Hills Cop Three, so um, she was on an episode of Pacific Blue. Now, Pacific Blue is famous for the 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 poster of it is literally Mario Lopez without his shirt on. Oh, really? I've never even heard of Pacific Blue. So. It's a cop show. It's you know, it there, sounds like a cop show. There was only. Uh, you know, there was one line in like Entourage that the guy was like, Johnny Chase, Johnny Drama was like, uh, well, you know, you know, I did three episodes of Blue, so, you know, I know playing the cop is tough. And uh, one of the guys was like, when, when Turtle was like, when were you in NYPD Blue? 
right? Just was in Pacific blue cock breath, and you know that, you know, right? And I just laugh at that because like Pacific <laughs> blue is like the the bastard child of uh, there's nothing you do with with yeah. New York, you know, was it a uh, NYPD blue? Um, it's just like I guess they wanted to do another cop show, but set it in um uh on on in California and so Pacific Blue became that. She was in Silence of the Hams. Oh, I always wanted to see that. I Yeah. I remember there was a VHS of it for sale in my old video store. This was going way back and I should have bought it and I never did, but I've never seen it like she was in an episode of Melrose Place playing a model. I wonder if that was when. Okay, so it's, I, I'm guessing it's when what's her name was doing the uh, uh, camera stuff. Um, Daphne Zuniga. That's a name I haven't heard in a while either. It's also from Spaceballs. Um, she was in Saved by the Bell, the college years. She's been in a bunch of stuff. So. She uh when was her last one though? I wonder like when was her last The League? She was in one episode of the League and she's got a movie coming that's in development now called Countdown to Meltdown. Um I wish I could find out more about it, but unfortunately since it's development and I'm not paying that IMDB Pro shit, so can't see it at the moment. Um so that was her. Uh, that was the, the... And then we're going to talk about Ryan Bowman, who was played Junior. And I told you I knew him from Only the Strong. Uh, yeah. And you had said you had never seen that. You can actually... I think you can watch on YouTube. I think there's a copy of it on YouTube. But it's a really great movie. Do you like martial arts movies at all? Like Some of them. It's kind of like the Karate Kid. It's you know, it's uh, and you know, a guy teaches uh, a bunch of delinquents and you know the trouble, the the worst kids at the school, how to do you know um, capoeira, which is uh, uh, Brazilian kung fu and stuff, and it teaches them to bring them together, you know. But all the while, he's also disrupting. Uh, the Miami uh, with the drug kingpin there and stuff. So it's, it's a it's a fun little. Uh, I got to interview the director of it, Shell Ledich, and man, did did he have some fun fun stories? But oh, I bet. Yeah, but funnest story he told me. And I got to tell you this. He, uh, I, I said I went into his bathroom because I asked if I could use the restroom. Went to his bathroom. He has all the um, posters in his bathroom. I've never seen anybody put posters in the bathroom before, so I thought that was really cool. So I said, oh, it's really neat. You have your Jean-Claude Van Damme posters in your bathroom. He goes, ah, I'm glad you like it. Do you know who doesn't like it? Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Every time he goes in that bathroom, he says you know, to me, hey, what, what, what are you trying to say about my movies? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And I said, "Wait a minute, are you, are you, you're telling me that I just peed in a place that like fucking Jean Claude Van Damme peed, you know?" So 
made me happy. I was like, oh my god, I feel like I'm in heaven right now. You know, <laughs> you know I, I wonder if people do that. If people like wait for Jean-Claude Van Damme to stop peeing at a urinal so they could use that urinal that he peed at. That's just you know? a story they'll use to impress people later on. Right. They'll be like, yeah, I, uh, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme thought I was a creep, but I was just waiting for him to get out of the urinal so I could use his same urinal, you know? <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, Ryan Bullman was in that. Um, I don't think, what else was he in? He's a pretty damn good looking dude. Like, I I don't know why he's not more and he was funny in that. Like I really yeah. thought he had like a lot of he was funny in that and he was funny in only the strong. So I think he has some really good comedic chops. At first I was like, he looks kinda like Johnny Galecki, you know, like a young Johnny Galecki from uh was it um like Roseanne and um Big Bang Theory, Leonard. Um but yeah, he was been in stuff like uh, a Steven Seagal movie called Black Dawn. Um, let's see what else. Um, damn, he's been in a bunch of stuff back in the day. Wait a minute. They made a Dangerous Minds TV show? I what? have no idea. What? This... What? <laughs> Annie Potts is the lead? What? What is going on here? <laughs> we can't get Michelle Pfeiffer. Let's get Annie Potts. You're going to have to watch that one. What <laughs> that's was that on one? YouTube. That's got to be on YouTube. It's got to be. Oh, Lord. I'm just like, my mind is blown. I didn't even know that. I'm so glad I'm looking at this stuff. He was in Children <laughs> of the Corn 2. The final oh, sacrifice as Micah. Too. What? I like the sequel. So he I... was one of the kids. He was one of the main kids, and, and that's crazy. It's weird to like you look at all these things. And you're like, what has this person been in? And then you're like, holy shit! Uh, going down that rabbit hole is always so interesting. I'm I'm jealous. He was in an episode of Small Wonder. <laughs> I fucking love that show. I'm sorry, I'm like, but. Never seen Small Wonder. You never. Oh, how old are you again? Jesus, I keep Great. thinking you're my age, but I think you're younger. So, Great. yeah, so you're you're uh, you're twelve years younger. No, eleven years younger, or something like that. Or ten, ten years. Well, you said thirty-one, right? Yeah, ten. Thirty-four. Years Thirty-four. Yeah. Okay. So you're yeah. Well, I mean, you're a little younger. <laughs> Small Wonder um, sounds familiar, honestly, but I don't remember it. It's like this robot chick who basically is like the nanny to the house or whatever. And I mean, it's from what I remember, she was sort of, you know, um, or was she the daughter? She wasn't a daughter, was it? Um, the zany adventures of a suburban family, their next door neighbors and an innovative robot designed to look like a human child. So, um, and there's Harriet, the uh, annoying neighbor, who was basically like, familiar, but I can't remember it. Yeah, Perhaps. Tiffany Brissett. I wonder what she's doing now. Like, was the girl who played Vicky the um, uh, robot? You yeah. Know? But she was 
like seven episodes of the show Equal Justice from '99 to one, and that was that. That was like her last thing. So, anyway, she's not part of this, but that's so cool. The dude's been on a bunch of shit. That Never Ending Story three, which I never watched. Uh, um, I don't think I watched past two. I don't think I watched past one, which kind of kind of sad that I never did because uh, it's called the Never Ending Story, so I should have kept watching it. Story never ends. Not supposed to end, but part three killed it. I guess they're like, oh, you know, they could I'm always sure. reboot it and say it's the still the never ending story. You know, it's yeah, still not ending. But <laughs> right now, it seems like it's ended. Liars. Um, so I think those are the main main people. Um, there was a. Beginning of the movie, we forgot to mention that beginning of the movie, like the first whatever was like almost like a directly out of the exorcist, you know. Yeah. And it, it kind of annoyed me. I was like, is this what it's gonna be? Like a a a demon like you know, possesses a nanny. And yeah, but it, it's a little bit different than that. Like yeah. I thought it was gonna be more of a they're gonna need to do an exorcism on the granny or whatever. Oh yeah, no. They didn't do, go that route. They ended up having it's the sword. Apparently, there's a magical sword, mystical sword yeah. that can kill them. And then all they need to do is just shine the light on her. And she explodes. Sword and sunlight. I mean, which like is very evil dead. I'm a sword. Yeah, very evil dead. I think that a lot of that. So, a lot of like the Exorcist and Evil Dead and Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, you can definitely I, see influences of all that stuff. Yeah, and I, I like the idea of like the granny because you know Stella Stevens wasn't that old, as old as they made her look yeah. like, you know. But I was kind of bummed because I thought that's what the whole point was going to be was that the granny was going to have that elixir and was going to look younger, you know. Oh um, yeah, no. You know, the well, film... I don't think it would make her younger anyway. I mean, that just keeps her kicking, right? Or did right. they say it would be younger? So was she not allowed to ever go out during the daytime? I guess not. I mean, it seems like a pretty raw deal, even if, if you're living forever. If you're living forever, but you have to stay in your house and not go out <laughs> and you can't go to the beach like anymore. Problems. Some of this stuff makes no sense, but, you know really cares because yeah, like, again like who the hell took that elixir and actually followed the rules and did it right you're set up to fail which is kind yeah. of funny well i mean one of them was that she had to make amends to her family or whatever she yeah, had yeah to... you know i couldn't remember the third one yeah yeah i think that was what it was like or one of them was like that she had to that. actually well i mean like and that's that was the that was the main thing she was like i'm not gonna I'm yeah. not gonna be cool with my family. My family's pieces of shit, you know, and yeah. understandable. But then don't take the fucking elixir. Mm-hmm. Problem solved, you know. Like and like, did she order away for it or something? Because she asked if anything came in the mail, and she was like, "Oh no, nothing." Are you expecting something? Yeah, so I guess she ordered away from it. So is there like a catalog? Yeah, I don't know. How do you find? See, nowadays you can make this movie. You can say she found it on the deep, dark web. Deep, dark web, yeah, yeah, and shit like that. And and maybe, I mean, honestly, maybe there's shit like this on the deep dark web. I don't know. Oh, but, I'm sure uh, there is. I don't think it turns you into a demon if you 
I think there's yeah, things like, that say they're like, you know, can uh, can grant you eternal life, but they probably oh, yeah, don't. For sure, yeah. They probably don't, obviously. Like, who wants to live forever? Like, uh, nobody wants to live forever. She doesn't want to live forever. She just wants to live one minute longer than her family. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's funny. And then they thought that she was she was going to outlive them all, you know? Yeah. It's funny. But, like, he he brings the, you know, elixir or whatever, and, like, they talk about what, how she gave money to charity and whatever. She was a good person, blah, 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 even though she's, she's like a bitter old lady. So, who really knows, like, why they showed up and whatever. It's kind of weird, but it works. Who really cares? You know, you shut your brain off for a movie like this. I mean... Yeah. Exactly. I see so many people complaining about things and stuff. Oh, and yeah. like, this like isn't that. real and blah blah. I'm like, it's a fucking movie. Relax. I mean, it gets so goofy. Who cares? And so after fun. a while, it's like, I mean, if you notice my background here is like the the dinner table scene. Yeah, everybody's dead. Ridiculous. I know, but it reminded me of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. two or whatever. You know these ridiculous horror films. Um, and I was even telling you before, this movie reminded me very much of like uh, old school full moon. This almost feels yeah. like it could have been an old school full. I mean, it's even filmed that way, you know, where it, it feels like that. So, um, but yeah, I absolutely think it's kind of hilarious. Um, like the, this, this scene is great. Uh, I like, I like the scene where they, they confront the, the, granny she confronts the granny she has to fight the granny and everything you know yeah and stuff and uh it's almost i mean because the whole bit was she liked wrestling she wanted professional wrestling which it's so funny how much she loves wrestling and whenever the brother and you know the little sister wrestling and stuff i don't know that whole wrestling aspect is really funny yeah, it was just like because like he was an actual wrestler, like a real wrestler for yeah, which I didn't realize. You didn't realize? No, till. Well, yeah. Well, so he was like he was he was doing the wrestling move with the uh, with the sister, yeah. and then she she was like, "I'm you know I'm done with this." Uh, she like runs away and all that stuff, and he comes after her, and then when he sees her watching the the wrestling, goes, "That is so fake." Yeah, and I'm like, so what? Like, do you want to see people really wrestle all the time? No, you want it's it's a show. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I I got really you know to his character. I was just like, you're you're a tool. Oh, yeah. And then again, they're all tools and they're all brats, mostly. except for the two girls who at the yeah. end, I guess, at least the the one girl. Because I, I told you, it reminded me of arcade where the the yeah. little boy says, "You know, I'm ready for your bitch or whatever," and then this girl says something like that same thing with "bitch" as the word, and I'm like, "I don't know, maybe they, they, that maybe that was the thing back in the early '90s, early to mid '90s." And with a cliffhanger and want a sequel, I guess, or keep audiences wanting more, even though it's not really necessary. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a thing. And it feels like both of them were from the way they're both talking. Both of them 
yeah, they're both like possessed by her or something somehow, you know, like that she was grant uh, the little girl was granny and that she was something else, you know, somebody else in that group. So whatever. I mean, it was interesting. Not too, too bad. I, I liked it. I had a, I had a really fun time watching it. I was very surprised, sort of, you know, because I never heard of it, you know, so I couldn't can engage. Yeah, more well known. I like again. I really hope someone releases it on Blu-ray or whatever. Because it just, I want it to find you know a new home and whatever. And again, I remember renting it and really enjoying it when I was younger. And I that scenes where uh you know she cuts off uh well Uncle David's uh, penis always stuck with me because I saw it when I was younger. It almost, yeah, it almost looked like it was real or whatever, yeah. you know, in some way or another. Like she really grew cool up scene. dildo or whatever, or prosthetic penis into the thing, and uh, I mean, it even made me feel even weirder because she was, like, literally sucking her grandson's dick and saying she loved it. I was just like, what is so this fun. movie I'm watching? It's just so I know, I know. Um, I, I did you pick ticks too, or did I pick it? You picked it. I picked it. I think this yeah. is my first pick. This is your first pick. I was thinking that. And then I was like, I love you love ticks so much that I almost felt like it was your pick, but it wasn't. It was my pick. Was, uh, I was trying to get off that vibe of ticks, which this is obviously a lot different than ticks, but it's just that 90s cheesy font. Like weird vibe, like the dentist was also that way. Yeah, you know where it was just so sort of bizarre. You know, like it really felt awkward. <laughs> you know? yes. We didn't know what we were watching. You know, and and this is something like normal Hollywood wouldn't touch with the ten foot pole no. because. They'd be like, this is too weird, and I, I don't get it, and it's, it's not woke, and so let's not make this, you know, kind of yeah. movie. Um, but it's a movie that back in the 90s, it was it was sort of perfect, you know? So I uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm glad. Uh, I thought this would be up your alley, too. Yeah. I mean, and hey, feel free to tell me something, show me something that you don't think is going to be up my alley, because oh, I yeah. I'm I'm down for for checking out anything that you that you would enjoy. Uh, I mean, '90s horror films isn't horror film lovers, you know, so it's it's not more films that we love, you know, or whatever. It's more of uh, you know, movies that we. Just any movies from the nineties. It could be a terrible fucking movie. I don't care. Oh, it could yeah. be Vampire in Brooklyn. I don't care. Um, that will, like I said, that will be on the list at some point. Yeah. I just want to find the right time to just bring that on everybody because it's a, it's sort of a very, it's a very big movie in that Hollywood. You know, like literally for like a year, I think Hollywood shut down horror. It was just like we're, That's you know. Crazy. Independent films were getting made. All those other things were still getting made, but Hollywood was scared, you know, and then Scream came along and just completely revived it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was 95 this year that, that Granny came out that, that pretty much died. 
And so I think that's another reason why Granny is not as as big um, is because it sort of fell under the radar because, yeah, you know, Hollywood was hating. Um, Hollywood went through spurts for a while. Now Hollywood loves horror, but they still don't love horror. They don't treat horror. horror huge and killing it at the box office, but Hollywood still does. Yeah, like the Oscars. They're never going to give a horror film an Oscar. Call it a thriller, like Silence of the Lambs. Oh yeah, then oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it can be then it can be nominated for an Oscar. But you call it a horror film, which Silence of the Lambs. I hate to say it, but it's a horror film. You know, I don't I don't care how you call it a thriller. It's a fucking horror film. Um, Jaws is a horror film. Don't call it a thriller. You know, or adventure story. It's it's a fucking horror film. Um, it was in my horror. Now, Silence of the Lambs was in my thriller suspense catalog at uh at the video store I used to work at, but I always was so mad that it was there. It should have been off in the horror section, though it does stand out in the suspense one, so maybe that's why they wanted it there, because you know, more people would rent it from the suspense. Honestly, my suspense column did not do very well in my, my town, you know, and stuff. This horror did better, you know. Of course. Yeah. Did you ever work at a video store? Yeah, that was my first job when I was eighteen. You're eighteen. You turned eighteen. That was the same thing with me. I turned eighteen. The first thing I wanted to do was get to work at a movie store. You know. Yeah. So you had to be eighteen to work at the one I was at. I don't know how old they you had to a, be for yours. Uh, they had a back room. Yep. They have a back back room. They have a adult porn kind of shit. You know, yeah, which video world, like a local chain, which I don't know if uh, what was called video world, yeah, ours was movie, uh, was called video update, then later got video update went bankrupt. Uh, that's why you saw like video update in movies, there's a couple movies that had video update in it and stuff, so they 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 sold out the rights to, to movie companies or whatever. Um, and then they changed it to movie scene. And uh, that was where I worked. Um, I worked for video update until they changed it. Then, it's, then I worked at movie scene and uh, loved working there. But every, I don't know about you. Did a lot of people go in the back on Sunday morning? I don't remember. Sunday morning. Not many people would come in because everybody was at church. There would be a few yeah. people that would sneak into the back. And rent porn on Sunday because they knew everybody else was out, that's I guess. Funny. What? No, that's funny. I guess that's smart. I don't know. I remember that because Sundays were my bo- most boring days. You know, I got yeah. fired on a Sunday because I was writing instead of cleaning, uh, I guess. And I had already been talked to by the, by the boss, the new, new manager. And, uh, so I uh, got fired by him and he said, uh, well, no, I didn't get fired at first, but, you know, he came in on his day off. He was not supposed to be there, showed up. There was my two big bosses in the back doing stuff, right? He comes in, gives me a write-up. And I go, excuse me, what are you, what are you doing? He's like, I'm giving you a write-up for writing on the job and stuff. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like we just had this conversation. You're not supposed to be writing when you're supposed to be working. And I'm like, I'm, 
I did all my job. You know, what do you want me to do? Fake clean? Yeah. You know, like I, what? Yeah. You know, and so he was just he whatever. So I, you know, I started arguing with him. He goes, you know what? You're fired. And I was like, you can't fucking do that. He's like, I just did. You're fired. I'm gonna go tell the bosses here. And mm-hmm. They agreed, uh, I guess, or whatever. They let me go. And I looked at him. His name was Ace. Literally, his real name was Ace. That's his real name. So I said, That's I hope you every. I hope you know everybody calls you an ace hole. I stormed out. Oh, that's that's a good line. Yeah. Well, no, everybody called him ace hole behind his back. So that's it's so true. Funny. Like I wasn't making that up, but you know, he was like, I don't care. And then he got fired because he stole from the company because that's what he oh, was doing made- on his that- days off. He would come in and steal from the company. Oh wow! So I don't know if he went to jail or or whatnot, but I never saw that's, that guy again, and I don't ever want, and I don't care to. Yeah, I wonder what Ace Hole's doing now. If he's in jail or if he's uh doing whatever. But anywho, that was that was just a funny story to add to this, you know, because in the nineties, video stores were king, man. Oh yeah, I remember going every. I went every Tuesday because we had uh there was a Tuesday deal like everything was like ninety nine cents on Tuesday or something so you could rent like five or six movies and then only watch yeah. like two of them you know for us it was wacky Wednesday we went every Wednesday all the movies were ninety nine cents I believe yeah so I'm guessing everywhere there was something different like maybe you know something Tuesday or Thursdays you know or whatever but. No, it was and like after I rented like every horror movie new release. I started going to the old, you know, like the older movies. That's how I got like Reanimator, Phantasm, all that stuff. Like I was just always looking for new horror to watch. Nice. Um, did you watch all of them? Like when you would rent them, or would you generally them. not watch all of them? No, I generally watched all of them. Yeah, I guess and I so... had time. Back then, I'm like now. Now you have no time to sit there. <laughs> it's funny when we become like when we we're kids, we 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 are so excited. We watch all those things or whatever. When we become an adult, we have we have Tubi at our yeah. disposal, and we don't get to watch everything because we're just, nope. just too tired nope. or you know or whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was happy you introduced me to this movie. I'm um, I, I I think more people should see it if they have it already. Exactly. Yeah, it's very like I said, criminally underrated. Oh, of course. And like I said, I'd never heard of it. So yeah, um, most people have it. I think I was talking about it when I watched it for Thanksgiving, and just about no one had heard of it except for a couple people. And I'm just like, this movie just needs to be more well known. And I'm so glad. You know, I remember renting it at the video store when I was younger and watched it and was introduced to it back then. And, you know, I, I wouldn't know about it. And it always stuck with me. And I remember looking for it for years and, you know, finally found it again on YouTube and whatnot. So well, hopefully more people check it out and hopefully we get a better release of it. I wonder if there will be more Thanksgiving style horror film because, like, you know, People think when people think of Christmas, they think of the Santa Claus horror films or whatever, or yeah, there's that Elf on a much. Shelf horror stuff or whatever. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving, you think of like 
Blood Thanks. Rage, but you think of like uh killer turkeys and, and stuff Thanks. like Thanksgiving. Um, but you don't think of uh like I'm surprised nobody's done unless they have, and I just don't know it. The killer Pil- pilgrim movie. You know? Uh I think there and I haven't watched it, but there's a Hulu into the dark movie called Pilgrim. So that might be I'd have to like, look that up. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't watched I've been meaning to watch a lot of those into the dark movies. I haven't. Well, uh I, I know I know a guy two guys who I've interviewed a long time ago. Um they're the guys who did that violent night movie. Um Oh yeah, that was great. You like that? Yeah. They did that. And they also did Sonic the Hedgehog one and two, and they're gonna do the third one. That's and, awesome. Uh they wrote uh I know them because I fell in love with um well first I fell in love with Dorm Days, uh National Lampoon's Prisons. Oh, I never I don't think I've ever seen it, but I, I remember the VHS cover, I can see it. Or D V D cover, sorry, I can see it in my head. Yeah, and then they ended up uh, doing, uh, or before then, they had done a movie called Hey, Stop Stabbing Me. And so it's so funny to know the guys who made Hey, Stop Stabbing Me are wow. making like Sonic the Hedgehog movies That's and so stuff. Awesome. Like, yeah, it just gives you, it gives everybody hope, you know, in a way that like, uh, or the guy who wrote Tromeo and Juliet is now the head of a fucking I know. You know, superhero movie. Although I miss his movies like Tromeo and Julianne Slather, but hey, whatever. Good I for mean, him. yeah. I'm not a big superhero person, you know that. Yeah, so, and you know, he his... did do, like, we we reviewed something he did that was a, can't say because it hasn't come out yet, but we reviewed something that he did that was superhero. Did it. And he also did a movie called Super that was like yeah. uh, Rain Wilson, so he's done Super you know, movie. he's done like independent superhero stuff so I'm not surprised that he would end up yeah. working for Marvel and DC and, and doing this stuff yeah, he's doing. Good, again good for him yeah I mean it's, I like James Gunn and I'll probably watch what he comes out with just because it's James Gunn yeah he's been doing great for DC Studios um, and uh, yeah so it's it's amazing to think like people who start from basically the bottom of the barrel kind of things, you know, rise up. Um, William Butler is now in charge of Full Moon, and I love that. So oh, I love that too. Wow. Yeah, it just makes there's Made this the like movie, so. so warm in my heart, you know, for this kind of stuff. Like yeah. it gives me hope that we're all that that anybody can make it as long as they just keep, you know, yeah, keep going at it. So everybody keep going at it, man, because that's that's what you gotta do. Um, so I guess next uh are we taking a break? We're not taking a break after this, are we? Let me find out where we're at uh as far as uh next because I am gonna be taking breaks. Okay, now uh 90s horror. Uh, let's see. That's season. Okay. Wow. This is only season two. Jesus. I keep thinking it's I know. Like season three. Uh, do, 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 do. um, all right. Well, we are going to be on episode 10 coming up. 
So I think I think it's it's set all the way up to I think September. So uh, we will not be taking a break. But I wanted to get it. I I I wanted it to get up to, uh, is, yeah. So it'll it'll be up to September, which is close to Halloween. But I don't think we're gonna get into October. You know. Um, but uh-huh. we might. You know, we'll see. We'll see how things go. But I I doubt. I think we're gonna stick with uh, September is a pretty good way to end it. You know, it's the beginning of fall and whatnot. And um. But uh, and then we'll be back the next season in January, you know, next year, you know, we'll have a little bit of a break um, after that. But till then, though, I wanted us to we've got some great stuff. Um, so have I already told you what we've done so far or. Oh, yeah, you you listed uh, the movies that you guys covered. OK, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. I sent you the list so you can know which ones you I mean, I. I pretty sure I would never have picked the granny just because I didn't even know about it. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's next. I have not decided. I'll talk to Matt uh, Maddie about it. We got to figure out what you can watch and what I can watch. You know, we have to be able to. So something that's probably on Tubi or YouTube, you know, that we can easily access or whatever. Um, that we don't have to pay for um, for now or something that might be in our collection, you know, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Because you have a vast collection. You said you even have VHS. Yeah, I have a pretty decent collection. So there you go. Um, and I got a huge collection too. So we'll, I'm sure we'll find something for you guys. Uh, but until then, everybody, um, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Go watch The Grady. Like you said, it's on YouTube. Hopefully, Vinegar Syndrome. Vinegar Syndrome, go put it out, please. Yeah, halfway you know. to Black Friday sale tonight. Make that one of their secret releases. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Unfortunately, by the time this comes out, that'll that'll be over. Yeah, and then I'm going to be like, well, too bad I was wrong. Well, uh, that would be cool, though, wouldn't it? it if would it was there. For sure. That would be so strange. It'd be like, the hell? You know, but hey, maybe it will be. You know, we can't. You can't say. You can't say yet. And uh, and that's coming up in like literally an hour and a half. So yeah. I think unless it's Pacific time that they're they're running it. But uh, that's happening. The Make Flix uh Memorial Day sale is happening. Oh, too bad I don't what? have money. Too bad I don't have money to spend right now. I know. <laughs> it's like I should have saved, but I've been. I've been going on this rabbit hole of buying all these Star Wars books instead of buying DVDs right now. Yeah. So I'm going to have to take a little break from the Star Wars books soon and go back yeah. to buying DVDs and Blu-rays for a while and then come back to the Star Wars books because, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm like collecting things, you know, and stuff. And But uh, anyway, everybody, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, check us out next month for a brand new episode. Until then, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you.